Welcome to Business Talk Sister Rock. I am Becca. And I'm Ruthie. And today we are going to be starting a two-part series on relationship boundaries in business. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I love how like literally every episode you just start laughing at the beginning I before just, we even start. <laughs> I always like, what do I say? And I just feel like I need to like my hype man personality like wants to be like, heck yeah, let's go. And I like have to refrain. And- okay. <laughs> Yeah, Ruthie does not like silence. <laughs> it's true. I've got like whole music that I do. It's usually the Ring of Fire or the Indiana Jones theme song. <laughs> <laughs> For like every part of her life, Seriously? whenever there's silence. Whenever I'm like turning or something like that or okay. trying to give direction, I'm like... Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the first part we're going to talk about is what's the line in personal and professional? Like you need to set one. Mm -hmm. And I definitely think that this is something that we talk about a lot, uh, especially with our podcast, because we talk about a lot of personal stuff, but where's the line of what's okay to talk about? And in in different industries, it's going to be very different. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially for small businesses, what you'll find is a lot more of that personal bleeds into professional. Mm -hmm. And the reason for that is because most of the time, those people are a family-run business. And when you're with your family, there's a lot of stuff that comes out that is definitely personal. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, so understanding those aspects of, okay, what is okay to share and and what is not okay to share? And I would say that this is something that most people who are not stoic, uh, reserved individuals naturally really struggle with. Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> and I think also taking into account too, like what is your family okay with you sharing with? Like there's definitely times when we share things on the podcast that we check with our family beforehand. Like, is this okay if we talk about this? <laughs> like, and then... Then sometimes they say no, and so then we don't. But I think like knowing for yourself, like would my wife be okay with me telling this story to a client? Mm, maybe not. So don't share that. <laughs> well, and I think too, um, there's sometimes people try to share things to create com- camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Big word. Um, developing relationship with someone else that they want to share something because they think it's going to increase that relationship or like identification with that other person and sometimes people do cross the line in that and um it is a good thing to call people out when they do that in some ways especially if it's something inappropriate um but you should never share everything about your business with other people This is something that I think a lot of young entrepreneurs really struggle with at first um, because one, especially if you're a verbal processor, you're trying to talk through like all this stuff about your business. And I recently had a conversation or was in a group with somebody who was just everything about their conversation was about business. And I realized that I really didn't care about what was going on in that. And not necessarily I didn't care about their business or that person, but all of a sudden, but really it, what it was, was I all of a sudden had this revelation that, oh my goodness, some people don't care about business and I need to stop talking about it all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though it's my passion, that's not something that everyone else always wants to hear about. So what does that look like to create good relationships where you're not always talking about work? Mm-hmm. Um, there are moments that it's gonna, your business is going to be very difficult, but not everything about that difficulty should be public information. Mm-hmm. 
And one thing, though, like I knew you said that you're we're working on that stuff, but that's I think that you're doing a very good job at it, honestly, because there's times when you'll tell me stuff that you've been working on for months, and I'm like, you have, (laughs) what? That's amazing, and like, so I do think that there, I know that you're working on that, but I I've seen that in your life, and I think that's cool. So good job. (laughs) Well, and I definitely think that there's been other things that have happened in my life that have really pushed me to think about um that but it's really important to practice Mm -hmm. and and I really mean that from the beginning learning when it's okay to share something because I know as a person who has a hundred ideas a day (laughs) I could say oh I'm gonna do all these things but I know that when I start there and I've done this many times where I'm like yeah I'm really passionate about this and or whatever um I've told a few people and they're like yeah, I, w- I really want to support you in that. And they're trying to find me resources or whatever. And then when I decide, oh my goodness, this is a tactical switch I need to make because that's just not going to work. Um, it really throws other people through a loop because they're like, oh, well, you're not doing this anymore. I was trying to be helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I appreciate that. Like they're really, really trying to network for me or whatever. But I want to make sure that I'm not blowing off their suggestions if they're really trying to help me. And I should really only bring to the table the things that I do need help with. Because mm-hmm. otherwise you're sending everyone on wild goose chases. <laughs> Or at least be very clear, like, this is still something I'm processing, or let me verbally process with you. Becca and I, if you haven't noticed, are extremely verbal, extreme verbal processors. So we're like, we do most <laughs> of our thinking outside of our heads. <laughs> it just comes out of our mouth like, wow, I didn't know I was thinking that, which kind of leads me to self-reflection. Like Becca was talking about practicing this, and then like, I mean, not I do tend to overthink things like that's something we're going to talk about later. But like I um, just acknowledging that it's okay to look at the situation that just happened, whether you felt like maybe I shared a little bit too much in that. Even asking yourself that question, did I share too much in this situation? And self-reflecting of like, okay, next time I'm not going to say that. Or okay, next time I'm going to do X, Y, or Z or to be able to... kind of reroute the conversation back to where you do feel comfortable and I think I think that um in different cultural contexts too Mm -hmm. people expect different things of you so be versatile in understanding that um there are certain industries or groups of people that you'll work with that expect more of that personal side of your life because that is a part of genuine trust and they're not going to trust people that they don't know anything about there's also a side of business where they do not expect that at all. And when you start sharing about your personal life, they're like, why are you telling me this right now? And they're incredibly <laughs> uncomfortable. Or they're like, this is a waste of time. Get back on task. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And that really comes down to understanding the how to read the room. Ruthie yeah. Ruthie was talking about that earlier. <laughs> okay. So when we're talking about our relationship boundaries in business, there there's a lot of stuff that you will find, especially if you start doing any kind of work with like... Um, bigger companies or whatever that or even in healthcare there's HIPAA stuff um, what's called an NDA which is a non-disclosure agreement Um, things regarding privacy and and we've talked about privacy a little bit in terms of like data and what you can disclose and not disclose of people's personal information but but really in terms of the projects you're working on too um, it is not appropriate to share what you did for someone Mm -hmm. and how it went for them in sharing any kind of numbers or anything like that where you don't have that person's permission 
or even for me, like working with individuals on their finances and working in coaching and things like that, I don't share with people who I worked with. I'll, I, if I talk about like, oh, I had a meeting with a client today, I won't even tell people who I met with because that's that's a, a breach in, in privacy, a breach in confidentiality. So I don't even talk about that. And it, one thing that's like, it's okay to learn from situations and be able to communicate that with other people. You can be vague and still communicate clearly, but that's definitely something that you need to practice. And it's okay to kind of like, wow, this is a really valuable thing that I learned. Hmm. And then like kind of rehearse, how would I communicate that with somebody else to be able to, to add value to their life and be able to share something that I've learned from this because I don't want anybody else to go through that. (laughs) Like it's okay to kind of rehearse that in your head and maybe audit out audit omit omit out to things that like you are personal details that you shouldn't share with someone yeah and and when we're talking about that I mean there's lots of times that we've had examples of oh one time the situation happened Mm -hmm. to someone and and here's what happened in the situation but it doesn't need to be the exact details of everything (laughs) and still you can communicate a clear point Mm -hmm. and and what I want to really also say especially as you start working with other business owners and stuff if you're not um, contracted with them to do things or whatever you don't need to know the why Mm -hmm. of everything you don't always need to know but why Mm -hmm. and and I've learned that very um slowly as I've been gracefully slapped upside the head (laughs) by many people of and and you know what I've also learned in that is the way that other people respond to those questions I think I've learned a lot of good responses if someone ever pointedly like there's some things that are inappropriate to ever ask of someone and I've had a couple of those questions where I know that in in this situation if they ask me point blank I need to have a response and if someone looks at me and says, well, how much money do you make? Or something like that, um, which I've seen people do to businesses. And and I, I've seen people ask, what's your profit margin in certain areas? And that's just not an appropriate question. Um, and the reason for that is nobody needs to know that. That's their personal finance information. That That's why Ruthie doesn't even talk about who she meets with. Because Sometimes in in her position, she's actually asking those questions because they have asked her to review that information. But it's very personal to some people. So what would be a a response that you would have to someone if they asked, like, how much money did you make this year? What would your canned response be, I guess? I would say enough that I am blessed. (laughs) (laughs) And, And there's a good way to gracefully... Um, get out of those situations but at the same time be like that's none of your business mm-hmm. um, but and I feel like that communicates that you responding that without using the actual words it's none of your business <laughs> yeah no I think it is mm-hmm. but I think there's other things that you really need to understand the relationship of boundaries of business that there's there's other questions that people will ask you that it is really none of their business like mm-hmm. who are you working with right now mm-hmm. um, in those situations it is completely okay to say you know I'm not at liberty to discuss that mm-hmm. And, and that is an okay thing to get gracefully slapped upside the head about because people need to know that they don't need to know everything. Yeah. And in that conversation too, if more often than not, the people who would ask those questions, if you responded in that way, one of two things could happen. They could say, oh, sorry. Yeah, you're right. You, you don't need to tell me that. Or two, they could say, 
oh, okay, and get offended. And then you should know, I need to draw a boundary with this person because they're going to ask too many questions and I don't I don't want to be in a relationship with them in a business relationship or any kind of relationship because they're trying to get me to discuss things that I shouldn't be discussing. And well, so like mm-hmm. acknowledging that and being able to say like, okay, they're pushing me too far. I need to depending on what their response is, I need to distance myself or just move on, you know? Well, and I think another thing it's important to recognize is a lot of people will ask you things like, how's business been? Mm-hmm. Like, that's a really common thing for people <laughs> to do. And and I love this one, especially when I've seen people who are really having a hard time with, um, like maybe they're trying to figure out their finances or whatever. And, and they don't want to say like, you know, customers have been like slow or whatever. It, it's always good to be just, you know, where are my blessings? Where, where have I learned and grown and got richer in relationships or knowledge? And, and just say, you know what? It's been a good year. Mm. When people ask you, how's business? It has been a good year. And, and anytime that you're growing, it's been a good year mm-hmm. and that is not a lie. And I think it's really important to know um, that you should never put yourself in an ethical situation where you should lie. Um, and I think that it's really important to think about how to phrase those questions because they're going to come. And if you realize that you're putting yourself in a place where you're telling a white lie or a big lie, that is not okay. Mm-hmm. And and that's not reflective of what you want to become if you want to be a good business person. Mm-hmm. So the next thing we wanted to talk about is relationships with other people in terms of having someone who's really good at something, but maybe they have some character flaws that you're not okay with working with them mm-hmm. um, and setting those boundaries. Uh, it's, it's really important to acknowledge that someone is very good at something. And, and I think... I'm not saying you have to go out of your way to do that, mm-hmm. but it's okay to value those characteristics of people mm-hmm. and knowing when to reserve the right to recommend that person or not recommend them. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to look at someone and say like, wow, they are so good at that, but I do not want to work with them. You know, like, and you don't have to work with every single expert on every single thing. Like you can be you can be picky and choosy. <laughs> I shouldn't have said picky and choosy. <laughs> you could be picky. Well, think about when we're talking about setting boundaries. I think that there's people that I know that are just wonderful individuals and I value them. But there's some follow through things that I just do not want to work with them because mm-hmm. I know that as an individual, they're working through a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and they're not going to be able to be timely in the manner that I need them to be in order to be successful for whoever I'm working with. Mm-hmm. Um, know that your word is valuable and anyone that you recommend for something is a reflection of your character as well. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really important. When we talked about in our last um, last podcast, you, you know, you got people are going to be testing you you should be testing people in terms of, is this person true to their word? Do they get their job done? Mm-hmm. And and is it professional in how they're communicating? Um, and in general, like we're going to talk about personal boundaries of professionalism a little bit later. So uh, you could be affirming to people without being too nice. And Ruthie's going to talk a little <laughs> bit about this in terms of that boundary for business. Um, 
I think it's something I'm learning in business and then also learning in my personal life is that I just get really excited about people. I just like when they do cool things, I'm just like, wow, like you are so cool. And then I get really like just excited for what they're doing or who they are or whatever. And I was talking with my brother Aaron about this and, um, and he was like, Ruthie, you are too nice. You can say a compliment and just leave it. And my problem is because I'm a verbal processor, I'm like, wow, you're so good at this. And let me tell you all the reasons why I think that. And I just like, la, 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 <laughs> say all these different things. And it, there's something to just being able to compliment someone like, wow, you did a very good job at that. And then leaving it or like this person is really, really good at business or this person is really, really good at whatever. And then just leaving it and not feeling like you need to justify your compliment. I think that's something I really struggle with. Not necessarily like justifying it, but like I just go too far in my compliments a lot because I just get so excited and I feel like it's it's not finished. Like there's so much more I could say. But sometimes that leads people to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And yeah. then it does the reverse effect of like, you need to stop. Like, <laughs> you I'm gotta, really you calm down. Well, and, and I'm going to say on the other side of that, um, it is okay to draw a boundary with people when they're clearly not being accountable. Um, and so what... Explain to me what you mean by that. Like. Yeah. So what I mean by that is if you have someone that you've contracted, like say, for example, you're hiring someone to do something for your business and they're not doing their job, you do not need to sugarcoat things all the time. And I think that's the the in, the reverse of what Ruthie is talking about in terms of she's got to really work on being concise about her affirmation. Um, you need to really work on being concise about your confrontation mm. and, and not apologizing for confrontation because it's a part of business and it's a part of healthy conflict and helping other people become better business people as well. Mm-hmm. And if, if you're saying, hey, you know, I want to hire you for this, but here's what I need to see in order for this to be successful and and clearly laying out your boundaries in which they need to function because maybe they do have that or reservation that you've worked with where there's just one character trait that they're really not good at and you need to be very clear I recognize this in you and this could be detrimental to this project and so therefore if you feel uncomfortable being able to meet this qualification please tell me and I will find someone else. And some people will evaluate it and there's really good business owners out there that if they're self-reflective, they'll say, you know what, you're right. I recognize I won't be able to get this done in the timeline that you need. Can you please ask someone else? But here, keep me in mind. In but future. keep me in the mind in the future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I think that that's an okay thing to say. And it's not necessarily always a character trait. It's sometimes people are just really good at their job and they don't have the capacity to take on more work. Mm-hmm. And I think that with that too, like on the other side of that, like, so, you know, like you're asking other people and having that boundary of knowing what they're good at, but then also knowing yourself and what boundaries you need to draw for yourself. So maybe there's a super cool project and you you want to be a part of it, but you're like, you know what, this is a boundary I need to draw for myself. Maybe my kid just had surgery. You know, that's a real thing. When you're a small business owner, your family is a big part of your life and that can affect a lot. So like when you say, you know, there's a lot of things that are happening right now in my life that I just need to draw a line right here and kind of back away from these different things. But the important part of that is communicating clearly with the people that are involved and saying like, here's why I can't do this. Please keep me in mind in the future, but I can't do that right now. I would love to be a part of it. Sounds really cool. Can't do it right now. And that's a boundary that you can draw for yourself. 
And I think that then when people are like, oh, well, that's a personal information. Can I share that? Yes, you can. That's if your you choice. Yeah, yeah, if you feel comfortable. That's your choice. Mm-hmm. There are situations that I have been in where people have pressed me mm-hmm. to say, why can you not? Why have you like, I, I remember a specific situation in which somebody was very concerned about how much I was traveling in my personal time. Mm-hmm. And they were demanding to know why. And I really did not think it was any of their business. Mm. Um, And it was a really hard thing for me to withhold that because I did not need them to accommodate for me because at the time my grandpa, my grandfather had cancer and was dying. And I was traveling a lot to support my mom and, and my grandma and, and they just did not need to know that. And if they weren't happy with my um, ability to do my job and, they were more concerned about what I was doing in my spare time that wasn't allowing them to have full control of my schedule, then I did not need to be in relationship with that person. Mm. And so I did choose to withhold that information. And if they still were not happy with knowing what all was going on in my life, that's their problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to, we're going to transition into our gawk portion because we're going to do another episode on this, you guys. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So this weekend I went to (laughs) a wedding and it was really good. But on my way there, I was already running late because I had like triple booked myself, Um, which again, time management, something I'm working on, productivity, all that jazz. Anyway, (laughs) so I was driving and it literally just snowed for the first time here in Minnesota. And it like snowed like uh, four inches. And I was behind these two snow plows who were going 20 miles an hour and I was like this is not happening this is not happening and so then I called my friend I sent him I pulled over sent him the address and then because every time I would try to like turn it would try to reroute me back onto this road and I was like there are semi I mean there are snow plows on that road I cannot be on that road and so I sent it to him and I was like can you please find me an find me an alternate route because I <laughs> it's just trying to take me back behind them and so then he was like okay and then He's just like, yeah, have you ever seen Spider-Man? You know, the guy in the chair. I <laughs> felt like he was my guy in the chair. He's like, okay, no, turn here. And so I like turned there and then just like went really fast. I didn't go like super fast, but I went fast and like fast enough to be able to get around them and then was able to turn back and get on the road and be in front of them at that point. So that was good. But anyway, so I'm like driving and everything. And I come to, there was like two turns before I was actually at the place where they were having the wedding and it was outside slash like in this barn and it was really cold but anyway so the (laughs) details details (laughs) so I'm turning onto this road there's a car coming towards me and I like (laughs) I I slowed down but I was like it was a dirt road onto a dirt road and the dirt road itself was already really slushy and like and slippery and then it was like getting cold so it was getting icy and I just gently coasted straight into the ditch (laughs) just like and I was like, oh, oh, here, here I go, here I go. <laughs> so, this is real life. <laughs> yeah. And then I rolled into the ditch. I rolled down my, I didn't roll into the ditch. I rolled down my window and like yelled to the person. I was like, are you going to this person's wedding? And they were like, yeah, get it. <laughs> so then, so then, 
that's like okay i just like grabbed my bag grabbed their present and then got out like walked in my heels through this big like was a snow bank but it was like a decent amount of snow and so then i got in their car and then i was like well I guess my, my car's just going to sit in the ditch until I can handle it. And then I went to the wedding and it was great. And then afterwards I like talked to a couple of the groomsmen who were friends of mine. And I was like, Hey, so like I went in the ditch, (laughs) not that far from here, like maybe two blocks. (laughs) Can you like, and they were like, Oh yeah. So then they wanted, thankfully one of them had a truck. And so they like went over and they pulled it out for me and everything and then drove it up to where we were having the wedding. And I was like, wow, that was so nice. And I completely forgot that they did that. And I like got in the car and I was like, who is in my car? They repositioned my seat and everything. What happened? I was like, oh yeah, you're a noob and went in the ditch. (laughs) I love how you forgot all of that. I know because it was just such a seamless transition. They like went and took it out for me so fast and it was so great. So shout out to them. Thank you for that. Okay. (laughs) Thanks for joining us this week. We will see you next week for our part two, Relationship Boundaries in Business.